Everybody thinks they need more cash to do more deals and there isn't enough cash available so they can't do the deals. Now really I think for some reason that's an excuse. So in this video I'm going to explore with you five ways you can raise cash for your next property development deal. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur and property investor. Could you do with more cash in your property business? If the answer is yes, you're in the majority because most property investors feel like cash is holding them back. In fact, that's one of the reasons most property investors give for not being able to grow and scale quickly enough. Now the good news is most of them are wrong. And the reason for that is there's plenty of cash available out there you just need to know how to get hold of it because cash won't stop you what will stop you is your own mindset thinking there isn't enough available or thinking you're not good enough to get it or thinking your deal isn't good enough to get it and that's because you probably aren't exploring all the different ways you can get the cash so let me explore with you five five of many by the way but five ways you can get cash for your next property deal. Number one is to use your own cash. So if you've got some cash, you can use that. The good advantage obviously is that you can do deals straight away. You don't have a bank, there's no need for evaluation. Go through the legal process, have a bank monitoring surveyor. It's gonna be cheaper for you because you're using your own cash and you can crack on and do deals. The bad news is, generally speaking, most people don't have enough cash to do many deals and that could stop you and then once you use your own cash you need to think be thinking about should you charge interest or shouldn't you charge interest so if you give your own cash or loan your own cash to your limited company you could charge interest and there's some tax benefit there in terms of income tax which you need, you need to work out and also uh, you need to be thinking about well if you're investing let's say a hundred thousand pounds into a deal uh, is that 100,000 pounds used better elsewhere and you using 100 grand from the bank? Let me give you an example. You could, for example, loan somebody 100,000 pounds and let's say charge them 10, 12% interest per annum for using your money, or you can invest it in the stock market or crypto or something else and know you'll get a higher return and then go to the bank and pay four, five, 6% uh, to borrow the, the 100 grand. So you need to compare the difference and look at the opportunity cost but all things being equal, let's say the figures work out to be the same, which they won't, but let's, let's just say they do. Then using your own cash is gonna speed things up for you and you're gonna be able to do the deal with ease. And the other good thing is, if it takes you longer to do the deal, which most deals do, unfortunately, then you haven't got the bank breathing down your neck and saying, you said you'd finish this deal and we want the money back because you borrowed the money for a shorter time and then you've got additional interest accruing, which may, make the deal worse than it was at the start or not as good as it was at the start. So use your own cash, but you're not gonna have enough to fund all your deals, so you're gonna have to look elsewhere. So let's see what else is available. The second one, and my favorite, 
is joint venture deals. So this is you finding somebody who's got the cash, you've got the expertise, and it's a happy marriage. They give you the money and you do the deal. Now, generally speaking, what happens is most JV partners want a 50-50 return. So, although you might not be paying interest, and I'll come to that in a second, uh, you have to give them half the profit. Now, I was taught a long time ago uh, as a child that you'd rather have 50% of something than 100% of nothing. So don't get into that mindset of thinking, well, I've got to give 50% away to somebody else. That isn't worth it. Well, if it enables you to do the deal, then it's really worth it because you've got, you'll, you'll have made 50%. Don't worry about what they're making because they're enabling you to do the deal. What's even better is if you have a JV partner and let's say they say to you, I've got 100,000 pounds. Use the 100 grand, make it work. And I'm reasonably confident They'll come back to you and say to you, oh, you know, I said to you, I had a hundred grand. In fact, I've got 300 grand. So you did really well on the first deal. Now I'll give you that hundred grand plus another hundred grand. And if you do as well as the previous deal, I'll then give you the third hundred thousand pounds as well. So that means you need to find less JV partners and do more with the ones you've got. Now, coming on to interest. Some may charge you interest. Some may not charge you interest. That depends on how you negotiate the deal. At the same time, you ought to be thinking about, do I charge a fee for managing the project? Or do I say to them, don't charge interest, I won't charge for my time, and we'll just split the proceeds 50-50. That's totally up to you. Different uh, property investors and advisors will give you a different view. Some will say, pay interest, charge for your time. Some will say, make the deal happen, and just do what needs doing. That's for you to negotiate, as are the other terms but JVs work really well. Once you make it work with one, you can then obviously find different JV partners or get that JV partner to give you the to give you additional funds. But the money might run out because if you're looking to do more than one deal and you're scaling up in a big way, uh, then you need to have either lots of JV partners or look at other sources of funding. And another little holdback is if you don't have experience, then it's pretty hard trying to go to a JV partner and saying, can you give me £100,000 of your money? I've got no credibility per se. I've not done any projects. I've got no experience, no expertise, but I promise you what, uh, I promise you, I'm gonna make the deal work. Mm, they're not gonna be convinced. So you're gonna have to do one or two or three deals yourself, show them your track record, show them your credibility, show them you can deliver, and then you'll have JV partners who'll be open to doing a deal with you this, by the way, is my favorite and the one that I use the most because it gives me flexibility. JV partners are good. And I usually, if the deal is going to say take 18 months to two years, I'll say it'll take two to two and a half, three years so that they are kind of relaxed, they sit back, they don't breathe down my neck. I get the deal done. I'll obviously always under promise and do my best to over deliver, give the money back to them early. They'll say, wow, you said Shaz, two or three years, you've done it in 18 months or two years really good okay let's now do the next deal so just need to manage that relationship but it works extremely well third one is bridging now a lot of people are turned away from this because of the costs again yes if you're like that i would uh, suggest respectfully that you're seeing things in the wrong way look at what you're going to make as opposed to what you're paying out to a bridging company and this is an accountant saying that to you and most accountants generally are very cost conscious and are looking at the costs, but I always believe you need to look at the bigger picture 
and see how everything works out for you. So generally speaking, bridging is anywhere from one month to around 18 months. Interest rate is anywhere from say 8% if you manage to find uh, a good deal to 15, 18, 20% uh, depending on who you work with. Some bridging companies uh, will charge you interest and then will want a cut of the deal anywhere from 25% up to 50%. But again, if it enables you to do the deal and there's enough margin in the deal, then it's always worth doing. They charge you an in entry fee, usually around 1%, an exit fee, usually around 2%. They'll give you the funds quicker than a bank. They'll ask you less questions uh, than a bank. Things will move quicker. Uh, and they are pretty flexible if you need a bit more time. Some of them are reasonably easy going and will give you another two or three months if you need them. Uh, and it works exceptionally well. I've used it before. I like it. It's an option. It makes the deal work. And you pay a higher rate of interest because they're taking a higher level of risk. And the loan to value, generally speaking, let's say if you go to a mid-tier bank is about 65% of cost. A bridging company will do 75%. 80%, I know a couple that will give you 100% as long as the deal stacks up. So it's a good alternative and one worth exploring. Number four, crowdfunding. Works a bit like bridging, very flexible, works exceptionally well. It's one of the newer entrants to the market. There are some specialist crowdfunding providers for property. Uh, they're not as strict as banks. Their, their criteria is very similar to bridging companies. You get the money pretty quickly. There's usually a lot of people who are putting in, let's say, anywhere from 100 pounds to 10, 15, 20,000 pounds, depending on the, on the size of the deal and the type of person you're looking to attract. But you you'll raise the money. I've seen it raised a rate a couple of hundred grand raised within five days, and some probably quicker than that. So you'll get the money quickly. You're going to pay more for it than you would do with a bank. But compared to bridging, it's there or thereabouts in terms of par. The guys and girls who run it are pretty flexible, works really well, well worth exploring. I think it, uh, crowdfunding going forward is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because of the flexibility and the scale it offers. So it's worth exploring just to see the different options. The fifth one and the obvious one is when people go to banks. So they will give you the best rates and something you ought to explore is, are you better of having a business loan? or are you better off having development finance? And that's something you ought to explore. But just so you know, although you're gonna pay the lowest rate of interest compared to anywhere else in the market, the bank's gonna ask you a lot of questions. They're gonna do a detailed review of your appraisal and your costs and your experience and your team. Uh, they'll have a valuation carried out. Then they're gonna have their own bank monitoring surveyor who'll come in, appraise the deal, and then every time they release funds, to be coming in to make sure they can check out that the work that's been done is to the value of the money that they're going to release. So there's a lot of checks and balances. It's slow, it's painful. Anybody who tells you, I oh, will do it within four to six weeks, no. Bridging, yes. Crowdfunding, yes. Working with banks, especially over the last 18 months, I can tell you deals are taking between four to six months, sometimes even around eight months. So in your mind, Start six months before you need to, applying for finance to go through a particular process. Speak to more than one bank, just to see what the rates are, what the deal is. The different ones offer you different uh, deals at different times. So at some point, one bank may be more enthusiastic uh, to lend money to property developers. 
they'll offer you better terms and be more flexible another time it'll be a different bank don't just assume for example if bank a uh, wasn't uh, open to your previous deal 18 months ago that they won't be open to your deal now the criteria changes depending on what the bank senior staff the directors and the board want to do so talk to them but remember it's a slow long drawn out process the reason why you pay the lowest rate of interest is because they do a lot of checks and balances to mitigate and reduce the risk if speed is of the essence then explore the other avenues i've shared with you and there are plenty more by the way which i'll share with you in a different video thanks for listening to wealth made simple you can follow and contact shaz on the facebook pages and trust property tax and the profits wizard you can also find shaz on linkedin youtube and instagram Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.